0: Similar, but not quite. Tonight we are doing <laughs> Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal is on Amazon Prime right now. We're in the busy part of the year. A lot of popular, well-received stuff is coming out right now. I'm not sure if either of you guys have heard about this. I've been excited about this one for a bit. Mom, okay Jess, any any awareness before I, I told you to watch it?
1: I saw Hold it on. come up, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't click on it. But okay. there is there is a lot out there right now. There's you know there's there's we've been like in a drought now. All of a sudden it's like you know
0: that's how the end of the year works. Free movies always, always yeah. And then uh, I'm surprised to uh, it didn't it wasn't like a uh, Uncle Frank where just kind of Amazon Prime forced it down your throat all of a sudden. Yeah
2: no, Amazon <laughs> Prime didn't force this one. Um, I knew you would be willing wanting to see it because Olivia Cook is in here, and I know that you like her.
0: Yes, Wait, where was is... Who was
2: Dakota Johnson? Who Dakota
0: Johnson with? and Matthias Schoenhart were supposed to be the two leads before yeah. they were replaced by Riz Ahmed and Olivia Cooke, which I Ooh. prefer both of them to both of them. So that's. I was gonna say I like me. this
1: choice. The how it how it yeah how it how yeah it I don't out.
2: like Dakota Johnson, so I'm good with Olivia. No,
0: I do not either. I do not think uh, I've never seen her anything I like. So, oh, she,
2: uh, she just talks like this the whole
1: time. It's come so on, Twenty One Jump Street. Come, that's got to be no. her best piece. So what? So she's she's it, in it, it for like seconds. Nothing
0: good about twenty one Jump Street. No one's like, who's your favorite character in twenty one Jump Street? Dakota Johnson lies.
1: Oh <laughs> lies that it's Dakota Johnson. True, but yeah.
2: I mean, I mine is Channing
0: Tatum. Character. So <laughs> yeah, you <so> see, you got <laughs> Tatum, Jonah Hill, and then like what five, six side characters. Ahead yeah, I don't of her even
1: and... remember Dakota Channing Johnson in that movie. Tatum <laughs> and then Dave Franco. I mean. Come
2: on. Ugh,
0: I hate the Francos. Anyway, so Riz Ahmed, he's been in a lot of stuff recently. People know him from big stuff like uh, Rogue One and Venom. He's also in some smaller movies recently like The Sister Brothers. He was in Nightcrawler. He was poor, poor Rick in Nightcrawler uh oh he
2: was (laughs) yeah
0: poor rick i guess i
2: didn't his name was just
0: rick not poor rick but we call him poor rick uh and four lines was one of his big first breakthrough ones where he plays it's a comedy about terrorism so that's i I like that movie quite a bit uh and olivia cook is people know her from ready player one i really liked her in uh in thoroughbreds which no one saw yeah no you uh... and
2: i saw that together Oh, you saw that with me? Ah, I really like that movie.
0: Anya Taylor-Joy is the other person in that. It's very good. Anyway, they're the two leads here. Sound of Metal, we have talked about what that's actually about, and it is about this. A heavy metal drummer's life is thrown into free fall when he begins to lose his hearing. Uh, So, if that sounds interesting to you, it's getting super high reviews across the board. One of the better review movies we've done of the year, so I was excited to see it and talk about it. It's on Amazon Prime, as I said, if you have any interest, we're going to spoil it now, like we always do. We read things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Ruben is our main character. He is the drummer and one half of metal duo Blackgammon, uh, and his girlfriend Lou is the lead singer and guitarist. So there's Riz Ahmed and Olivia Cook right there. They live in an RV. They go cross country to do shows. Uh, it's like they have like it's like alt alt metal is how I would describe their music. Some people would call it screamo, but. It, that, that, that's, uh, it's a little simplistic. It's not exactly what that is. Uh, anyway, the, he starts to lose his hearing pretty on early on in the movie, uh, and the whole thing is about him losing his hearing. It's not really too much more complicated than that. He's gonna go meet some people at a place to help him get through it. He's having a hard time accepting his hearing loss. There's a, a big procedure. He's trying to get enough money to uh, to cover the costs. Uh, So it's about him losing his hearing, and uh, a little bit about him and Lou's relationship. A couple other characters in here as well. Uh, Pretty simple, though. High concept. That's the plot. Uh, What do you think of it, Jess?
2: So this is not Julie Andrews in a metal band, which is kind of what I first thought (laughs) going into Ah, this. Ah,
0: I get it. Funny. (laughs) Very good.
1: What? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> That's nice. that the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, what is Julie Andrews going to be like? Some emo rocker now? Um, so this is not about that. <laughs> and thankfully, that. it was. I thought it was going to be about like the story of like I don't know this troubled metal band, but only the first ten minutes <laughs> <dirt>. were metal. <laughs>
1: it's going to be the dirt well, all over. Only metal.
2: I haven't seen that, but yeah, I didn't oh, want did anything.
1: You avoid that, my god. Okay.
2: But yeah, I didn't want it to be anything like some rocker person's life. But it wasn't. Again, it was the first 10 minutes and then uh, the rest was just his journey, um, which I enjoyed watching. I did like his journey. He was a great character. And I'll I'll talk more about that um, in that section, because I think that's where most of the plot kind of lies in. Um, unlike what we've said about most movies, how I think a lot of the movies you reviewed this year, we didn't like the ending, but this probably has like the best fulfilling ending to any movie I've seen in such a long time. So, kudos oh, that.
0: wow, that's a good, yeah, that's a high praise. We You're right, we have not liked a lot of endings
1: recently. No.
2: Yeah, so I will probably, I'll give this a four. I think it was pretty solid.
0: What do you got, Mama K?
1: Well, having said that the plot is really simple and it's about him losing his, his hearing, it's really. Uh, I mean, that's the basis of it, but it's really not about that. It's about his journey, you know, th- you, you through addiction and how his relationships, um, how relationships are. It, it, the plot was really real. I mean, it sounds like something. The only, the the least believable part is that he lost his hearing, um, which is an interesting thing to say because in the beginning we don't, you know, he loses his hearing. It seems like uh, really quickly. So it's not, he doesn't get a chance to get used to it. We don't get a chance to get used to it, which I guess is fine. But that makes it hard for me to be like, this is a movie about him losing his hearing. This is his journey, uh, about, you know, how, what, what you're doing, what are you doing in your life and what is important and how do you, how do you do a reset when something happens to you? And, and somebody that has been through addiction to do a reset, I think is a really difficult thing. So that's the story for me, is how does he do that, having the kind of background that he has, and it, and how successful is, is he at it, at it? Once we go through the story, we kind of figure those things out, just as he's sort of figuring them out. So um, I like the plot of this. I liked, there's not twists and turns like, oh my god, what's going to happen? But it's just little, you know, nuance It's very nuance Um And I really liked it. I'm also going to give it a four.
0: The biggest surprise for me was the second to third act turn. I didn't see that coming. Uh, I didn't which, either. We're talking was about the inter- same thing. It was an interesting choice, and I when it was happening, I'm like, I don't know what's going to work, and it ended up being a really good choice. And I love the the third act. I like all. I like all. It's really the, him and the girlfriend in the middle band, and he then he loses hearing. That's. First, I don't know, twenty-ish minutes, and then second, the middle third is him at this. Uh, what? It's like a compound. Deaf rehab. For, yeah, yeah, deaf deaf yeah, that's rehab, kind of basically. what it is. Yeah, it's every. All these people are addicts of some sort, and also deaf, and they live in this little community. House, couple of buildings. There's a there's a school that he works at, and but he works at it, but he also is like a student there because he has to learn, uh, he has to learn American Sign Language. And then the yeah, the third act is, is he leaves that and goes back to find Olivia Cook, and we could talk about that. But it's a, I I really like the structure of this, and I got warm, I got, war- got kind of warmed into it. I think I liked it more every every ten minutes. I kind of did a pulse check, and I liked it more. Cost, like as as time passed, mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it in the beginning. I thought I was like a good like. Hey, this is a good like. Uh, I, I like the, for, uh, the music. I I kind of like the music and how chaotic energy it is. Uh, and then it just kind of slowly warms you into Reuben, which we could talk about in a second because Reuben is very much the movie. And I got I got to tears by a certain point, which I wasn't super yeah. expecting. But uh, yeah, I really liked this a lot. I, I thought I was gonna like it, and I absolutely smacked those expectations uh i I gotta give the story like a four it's pretty simple and it uh a couple of things i didn't see coming and uh never never bored either it's a two-hour movie Mm -hmm. so always good to not feel the drags there uh ruben it's a two-hour
1: movie where there's not a lot of talking so that's another thing i mean you have to read that's
0: another thing is like you have to really pay attention to it because you they're signing for a good like like half of it. I mean, they talk a good amount throughout it too. But you have to be like almost like a foreign film where you have to watch everything happening and you have to have subtitles on. And, uh, unless I guess you're fluent in American Sign Language. But uh, Ruben's are main my subtitles ga- on.
1: I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, but I didn't have subtitles on. So what do you mean? How did you know what they were saying? Um. Are you fluent in ASL? <laughs> I'm not, but uh, there wasn't as much strict ASL as I think you think there was. And no. actually, well, we'll talk about that. We can talk about that. Reuben
0: is our main character. Lou is his girlfriend, at least for part of this. Joe is the man who runs this de- the deaf rehab is a good way to call it. Uh, what else we have? Diane is a teacher there. Richard is the uh, Lou's father who we meet in the third act. Um, I mean there's there's some other people at the camp that he befriends like Jen the the woman who he gives a tattoo of right or not a tattoo of gives a tattoo oh, to
2: Yeah I like that friend uh,
0: yeah. yeah a couple I don't like that tattoo
1: here. very much it's really big
0: <laughs> She she was sure Uh what do you think of these characters from okay
1: Um there are a few of them and I it's really just the two of them uh with the third character at the deaf rehab what's his name Joe Joe. Yeah. Thrown in. Um, I mean, he's your, you know, he's your Buddha in this movie. He's the one who kind of moves him along on the path. And, you know, when Ruben decides not to not to pursue it anyway, you kind of think he's going to. He seems to be getting along a lot better than I expected him to. I mean, I would think somebody there's only at one point where we see a huge, you know, anger burst from him. And I really think that that he's set up as more of that kind of a personality. I mean, they do shredder music or whatever you want to call it. And then, you know, he's heavily tattooed and you're kind of thinking that there, and he's, you know, a former addict, there's a lot of anger there uh, somewhere. He talks a little bit about his growing up, that it was just him and his mom and uh, didn't have a dad. So I think that there was anger that could have come out in him and um, it didn't as much. And I think that he was, he was just a really charismatic character. He was played really well by uh, Riz Ahmed. I, I don't, I recognize him as just being in smaller parts and things that I've seen. And I really, I really bought his performance of him. The thing that was really interesting about his character too, is you have all these things, but then also he's, and maybe this is part of his rehab is that he wakes up in the morning really early and he's really strict about the kind of things that he, that he does. And he's, you know, routine, making that smoothie and making the coffee and all of that kind of stuff is just very, and and doing the push-ups, it's all just very routine for him. And you can tell that he's, that's part of how he's worked to get there. And then when this this happens to him, he kind of wants to approach it the same way. Okay, what do I need to do to get back to where I was or to get back to normal and not really realizing, and I don't think anybody ever really convinces him that there's a normal to get back to that he's still looking for. The Lou character... I, I missed her when she was gone and she needed to be there because they both saved each other. That was part of the whole, you know, relationship thing, um, and sort of yep. life lessons. Yeah. She was great for what she did and um I was sad to lose her at the end, uh, the way that we did. That sounds ominous. Should I clarify?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean if you're a spoilers, you <laughs> know what happens. I mean,
1: <laughs> She's fine. She's fine. Everyone's fine. She got a new haircut. It was great. Um, <laughs> I
0: don't know if everyone's fine, but yeah, I, I guess. <laughs>
1: I think everyone's fine by the end. I, as fine as I mean, they're two addicts. They're really they're doing really good. Actually, you know what I mean. They're uh, really yeah, doing. I guess for, for, they're doing yeah, really I, well in that context. Um, yes. Yeah, I I liked I liked the characters. I was this movie is a subtle gem i mean it really is it's a great ride and it's because of just these three characters and how well they're played by the actors who play them really understated and subtle and everything that they needed to be um i'm going to give the characters a four and a half what
0: do you got jess
2: i agree i'm going to give it a four and a half too and i also agree like coming from me this means a lot that for a two-hour movie i didn't feel like it was that long
0: yeah Uh, i agree to her we were gonna read or at least you know probably. yeah
2: and i had to read for some of it you know <laughs> double whammy and it really wasn't that bad um i i love reuben like for such a little punk ass rock kid like he is very emotionally mature like i thought it was gonna be him rebelling 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 but it really yeah. wasn't like when life gives him shit he has little resistance he has like a temper tantrum and he just throws stuff around, and he's like, "All right, okay, let's let's just get get on with it." And then he agrees. Right now, to what it. do I
1: have to do? Yeah.
2: Yeah, like when he got locked in the room, he destroyed that donut, and then he was like, <laughs> "All right, well, let's get to it."
0: <laughs> I love that donut scene. That'll be a visual and sound talking point for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, like he just, even like for just anyone, he's just he takes life shit, and he's just like, "All right, let's do it. Let's go through it." And I feel like that was so admirable, especially like for his background and his addiction. I feel like it's very rare to find someone like that. He's yeah. not super resistant to life, which is definitely a good quality in a person. So props to that. I really liked him and he was played very, and written very well. Um, I agree with Mama Cook, Olivia, ah, Mama K. I was looking at Mama her Cook. name. Olivia Mama yeah, Cook. Olivia <laughs> Cook. Uh, Mama K, I agree with what you said with Lou. I mean, she wasn't a huge part, but she did play her part well. Like they both needed each other, and for the time when they grew apart, we can talk about that more, I guess, than *Residence* and *Feel*. But she just—I agree. Like she was fine. She did her part. It was very effective. Joe, I—I like Joe a lot too because he—he he gave Ruben a lot of structure. Um, I understand his disappointment in Ruben opting for the surgery, but then in some ways, I—I I am kind of like yeah because he he's kind of like you know we're not handicapped here this is like your life but it's also kind Mm -hmm. of like well there's science available too like if my eyes are going like i am gonna wear glasses i'm not gonna try to live life without them (laughs) blind
1: yeah 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 i mean i know it's not
2: exactly the same i don't want to insult anyone but i mean i definitely kind of see both ways so i'm gonna leave it at that and give them a four or five
1: I think you're saying there's room for all of it, right? Like there's room for all of those any any approach that you want. There's room for it.
0: Well, I think if we're talking about the, that Joe and Ruben scene, which I really liked, I like Joe's character a lot. I think Joe's really really good. He is like the, like the Buddha, um, but like he like in that scene, it's less. it, it is it's Ruben's choice to get the i mean name it gets with spoilers he gets the really expensive surgery by basically selling everything in his name and becoming like completely homeless and like has nothing to his name and this is after you know Joe he progresses well at the program and Joe invites him to be a more long-term member and have more long-term responsibilities cuz he's because he's grown and like changed so much great great middle middle chapter arc is is his time at the at the place, because he at the beginning he's he's like a he's a punk ass kid and like not kid but like he he behaves that way and he really transforms and grows pretty organically and over I don't know how long it is it's probably a pretty significant amount of time it seems for him to learn ASL completely and you know have such an attitude shift but right. when he gets when he gets the surgery it's and. It's it's the, his behavior of how he is at the table. Joe says he looks like an addict when he's you know like I just I just needed a little bit of help with money. I just need a little bit of time to stay here. That's that's all addict behavior, and that's gets into like a residence and feel theme thing. I'll talk about at the uh, at the end. Um, but this rises and falls on Risen Med's performance. This would be a star and a half less with a lesser person in front, which is why like I like Matea Schonart, the guy who was originally cast to do this, but. Uh, Riz is the man. I've liked him in everything, and I'm hopefully more people will recognize him as Riz Ahmed and not just the guy, the 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 sixth guy <laughs> in the cast. So uh, he's fantastic. Lou, I'm pretty much on the same page with you on Lou. Um, and then yeah, I like some of the smaller performances, like like the dad at the end. Like not doesn't do a whole lot, but I in his two scenes, I get his character really well. He, he you know he's not really receptive to Reuben, and like he was clear, he's clearly a big re- part of why Lou is, you know, the way she is. Right. Um, but like he's also not like this ho- like mustache twirling villain. He seems like a a decentish guy, but like with something else underneath. It's played real quietly, and and I I feel all that. Uh, and then I like I like some of the some comic relief in there. I like having the buddy Jen. She's good. And the the kids, their reactions. So good, good performances from the cast all around. Super strong from Riz Ahmed. I, I think I'm just gonna give it a five. I don't know if I'd change anything. I don't dislike anything here, and there's some exceptional work uh, from some yeah,
2: people. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. It was uh, a really great performance.
0: It's it's really it's it's such like a small, quiet little movie that just like sings in every every way that it needs to. So many times, but it doesn't sound because there's they're some, deaf ah yes well they have to rely on visuals and uh they don't have the sound so visual and sound what do you think jess
2: yeah i think all of you will probably make the point is the lack of sound is one of the highest points in the uh visual and sound category like the the moments where you can hear things from or not hear things from um ruben's perspective like it like the ringiness and like the muffliness, it made me dizzy. I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but when I was watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, when like your hearing like, might be bad or something, you like, you lose your balance. Like, I felt like that happened yeah. to me watching this, and it was like, oh, this is scary. Um, Especially
0: when he gets that surgery, that the way he hears things with that surgery is like. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna I'm call like, it like the walkie talkie oh. noise, because it really does sound like you're hearing life through walkie talkie. Um. (laughs) So when
1: you're so when you're watching it and you have the and you have uh, the captions on, were they captioning like all the things that he really couldn't hear, like when he went into the audiologist? um and or when he was at the pharmacy and the pharmacist was saying things to him were they captioning what the pharmacist was saying no, no. not always oh, okay it was a, mi- it was a mix. you really do
2: it was... hear it from his point of view so if he okay good 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 it, then the audience won't understand it either
1: yeah a few minutes in i was going to put captions on and i said you know i'm gonna not do that i'm gonna actually they didn't always
0: capture the sign language either unless they were talking right. to him they didn't caption that. If it's someone talking in a room to other people, they typically didn't caption it because we're supposed to be in Ruben's perspective. Right. But then when, right. when someone literally addresses him, then they usually okay. put it on. So gotcha. I thought it was a good okay. mix the way they did that.
2: Um. But yeah, and the walkie-talkie like noise he hears, like, what is his life now? Like, it was so irritating. Like, it made my face, like, cringe watching it. So they were so effective like with the points of views and how each character hears things because like you really did feel like you were that person like you heard life like that or like you felt dizzy because your your hearing was off and your balance felt weird so that that was great and I guess the other sounds is the rock met the rock music in the beginning I guess it's just like a normal metal band like nothing more or less to say about that i do like the piano that um the dad was playing at the end when mm. lou was singing that song like that was a nice way to end it and show that ruben like, it was such a beautiful song and it his perception of it i guess we'll talk about later there's so many things i want to talk about but it's like i don't want to give it all the way right now so i'll just I'll sprinkle some <laughs> would, of it in and we'll do it just, all in feel. <laughs> yeah i want to talk about that yeah. piano
1: thing too so let's not forget yeah to bring that up sorry
2: um so i'll i'll give it i'll give it a five because i've never watched a movie that made me like dizzy like that unless like when you're what when you're in regal cinema and you're like in the um uh, the <laughs> roller coaster at the very beginning that gets me dizzy So this is the second thing i watch that gets me dizzy <laughs>
0: Uh, the roller I, I feel like all. AMC, I think AMC is a version of that I know there's the theater chain in Maine that I went to That I don't know if they still had it but they had like a roller coaster Yes like, well, yeah. We gotta be on a roller coaster every time when we go when We go to the movies People, <laughs> People know they're not on a roller coaster Me and coaster. Nicole
2: always say like, You look like the girl and the girl was like uh, I like coke with my popcorn or something like Oh that.
0: yeah popcorn tastes so good With this coke right now I love those skits, <laughs> I love those skits. <laughs> Yeah it looks similar What do you got? Mom? Okay <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm also at a five with this. I think that this was, you know, this was the show stopping part when, especially watching it without captions, I guess there's probably a few things that I missed, but I think there might be some things that you also gain by just really immersing yourself into Ruben's, uh, Ruben's role in Ruben's head during this whole situation. The worst sound was the tinny sound. You know, once he got his cochlear implants, it was really hard. And I think it it was. De- I felt devastated, even though I, pro- I know a little bit about that, so I knew it was coming. But I felt devastated for him that, you know, she's like, "We're going to be able to do some adjusting." Well, you know, as in the back, we're going to be able to do some adjusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you know, and then he's waiting for the perfect sound to hit, and it never does. And I think that that's just. You know, that, it's at that point where he, I think he, there's a choice that he can make where he can go one way or another, but, and also for me, when he does go to France and he's at the cocktail party and he's outside, he's okay talking with the dad and that seems to be going all right, that, you know, they, they can understand one another and there's not, there's some external noise, but it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not overwhelming, but as soon as he goes outside and there are all those voices, it's, you know, understandably awful to try to discern one voice out of all of them for him with these implants now and I feel like when that happens he's just like all right okay so this is how this is this is it that's sort of his moment that he comes to another piece of it where it the the sound is interesting is when he's he's at the uh what are we called I don't want to say deaf camp. That's not what it is. What do we say? Deaf rehab. 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 Yeah, deaf rehab. <laughs> deaf camp sounds like death camp and that's not it. Um, yeah. When he's I at. have deaf
0: camps, but yes.
1: <laughs> deaf rehab. And um, he's there. He's sort of newly there and they're sitting down to dinner and they're all signing and talking at the same time. Like, like they would, they all understand one another and he's sitting there and he's um, sort of confused. And, the sound is off. And then all of a sudden, the sound is on. So it's what, uh, what we would hear as a hearing person walking into that room. And the sounds are so um, I don't know, they're, they're so loud, because you're the the only sounds you're hearing are things like people banging on tables, and like making noises to get people's attention. And the sound of arms waving in the air, which makes a sound, you know. Um, So all of that was really effective. Like, this is This is now not your space, you know, people who are complete, who have hearing. This is not your space anymore. This is not going to help you. This is not going to tell you anything. Um, It was still effective
2: because it still kind of seemed like you walked into a room with, like, a lot of people talking. Like, you had that sensation, but it was just a lot of people signing.
1: A lot of people signing. But you're also the interloper at that point. The hearing person is the interloper who's no, no longer, you know, that's not, quote, the natural setting for them anymore. So they're the one that's, you know handicapped at that point because they don't know what's going on because they can't understand that language made me want to get back into learning asl that's for sure maybe if that was a goal for this movie yes i'm 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 there (laughs) um would have been a good good thing to start i was gonna say march would have been a really good time to start that so um (laughs) yeah all all the sounds that we didn't talk too much about the visuals but i really like all the places where these all of these things take place um i love their like gigantic that's the longest like airstream trailer i've ever seen and it's majestic and lovely (laughs) um they do some work in a diner i'm always a sucker for a good diner scene and the the house where they're having uh where he goes to for deaf rehab you know that's also there are things there that are just so great you know the 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 when the the screen door hits and that's a sound that, you know, resonates with people that mean something, that's no longer a sound anymore for those people. You know, it's a it's so much stuff. It's so good. It's a five. There's I don't know what would change my mind about that. I don't know what they could do differently to make it they, better for they me. They
0: use I, I like the transitions they use from us hearing into what he can hear and so and he has very little hearing left, but he like when they're doing the tapping on the slide with the one kid, he can still mm. hear like the very deep guttural bass, and I and like maybe it's I don't know if vibrations. that's hearing.
2: That might be like I think vibration. that's feeling.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. that's vibration. But he can still like he
0: can uh, yes, I guess, but like he can tell like he that that's it's it's registering something in that similar like space. Um, right, and I, I love. We talked about the donut scene a little bit. Like he goes <laughs> in and he smashes up the donut, and then afterwards he like, after he freaks out for a few seconds, he like balls it up and like. Almost tries to fix it, and I like I love that because that's what the whole second half of the movie is—is is him right. trying to. And they, that's even what the doctor says at the beginning: you can't, we can't regain the hearing you've lost. You can only protect what you have. And of course, he doesn't listen, and <laughs> doesn't listen, and uh, go and goes and continues <laughs> to play metal until his sound, is hearing is pretty much all gone. So I, I like the the you know he's, he's smashing it up with kind of his own carelessness at the beginning. And then and then puts it back together. Visuals we also did talk about like little tiny things all the time like are great. Like at the very the first scene we see with Olivia Cook, she's got a ton of track marks on her arms. Like she clearly is like cut, she's cut like a lot, and like that just gives you the immediate like oh like the, like if if the metal band and living in this trailer didn't give it away, like these people have like suicidal tendencies right. and. Um, and the, the, even the, the draw, the, you know, putting the drawing on that woman's back, like he's talking about how he's going to do it. And then we see her in like several scenes later and now she just has it, but like, we don't draw (laughs) attention to it. She just now has the tattoo, uh, good, good, small tricks like that. The big sound thing is, I guess what we'll talk about in a second, where at the, the piano part of the end was pretty awesome because she's playing this song on the piano. It's really like. Like a good, it's kind of like a hauntingish kind of song, and everyone's listening, and we hear it as as people who can hear hear it, and then we slowly kind of fade into what he hears, and it's just like this cacophonous, awful, just ringing, just terrible sound that like it's doesn't dissonant. sound like anything. yeah,
1: really dissonant sounding.
0: Yeah, so it,
1: great sound
0: design. I hope this gets enough attention where it will be looked at for sound design kind of awards because it's the kind of movie that could be I could see getting overlooked. Just because it's not huge, but uh, hope it hope it gets some attention here. It's this is uh, another another five section. It's so well executed across the board. And Ooh, now did we just can...
2: have a fiesta? Did we? I Alter- think we
0: did? I, did. We have the, soli- of, three the solid three solid. fiesta!
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: On the visual and sound, look at that. Oh, uh, we haven't it's... had fiesta
2: in a while. No, they're not. Com-
0: they have <laughs> it's not been a hard year here.
1: for fiesta. <laughs> only...
0: I think some of the older movies we've done we've we've done that because we typically Maybe. go back to decently decent older movies but yeah now
1: not 2020 the there's ones. one thing
2: i wanted to add the only thing i probably don't like about this movie and i'll probably add it in this section is i it pissed me off i couldn't tell how much time has passed especially yeah. because ruben had like bleached his hair and i was waiting for it to grow out to be like okay maybe it's been about <laughs> like three months but his bleached hair stayed exactly the same the entire time so you know they shot it all at once but i'm just like this is a bad way of telling me how much time has passed by. Like was it only one month because his hair looks the same, or was it in reality, I'm guessing it was six months. But I don't know. Maybe it was like a year.
0: I don't know how long it was. I really don't. And I I, I under I would kinda of, I was kinda of thinking about that when the middle part was happening because of his for me it's the character transition. Like it's for him it's it's him like becoming more patient and like you know, learning to live with his with his uh they don't want to call it a disability but whatever whatever you want to call it uh, his life condition. change yeah so uh, i mean yeah i could see that i i have no idea it's you're right it, filming was shot in, it was shot in four weeks so i mean in, in it, reality it, just, it was... It yeah it's months, just the but.
2: hair thing that pissed me off because you know if you like have short hair and you bleach it it's gonna grow out and did not for him so
0: yeah <laughs> it's a, minor thing a good but. Point. her hair changes loose hair changes so there's that was yeah there something, significantly. You know something some changes <laughs> occurred uh but this this last act so he is not allowed to stay with Joe anymore uh, and the people because he gets the hearing implants I do like Joe's explanation though that it's like it's not fair to these other people who like this is a place specifically for people who are deaf like this is uh our, this is our space and it's by doing this like you can you can choose to do this, but you can th- this is not a place for hearing people. Uh, this is yeah. I
2: think that to... was a good way to explain it. But again, yeah. I do kind of see both sides because Joe kind of wanted Ruben to stay there because he did so well and he liked seeing him interact with everyone. But I still yes. think Ruben thought like, you know, this is like rehab. Like I successfully completed the course. It was fun, but now I need to move on to like my real life.
0: I, 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 I agree. I think it's his betrayal uh, of, a- addict behavior, which is you know that's part of the res- or the the theme is ad- tr- addicted to his hearing is what it ends up being because he's so bad he so badly wants his hearing back just like so uh, an addict would so badly chase a high that he will sell everything he has just to have a shot of getting it back and it's not going to be as good just like your 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 a hundredth hit isn't as good as your first you're hearing right. once it's gone and you can't you can't get back to that that high level i mean I,
2: I i don't know how much addict behavior it is i think it's like anything like if i lost a leg for a traumatic event like of course i would do anything to get my leg back like i want to run and like dance again so i I don't see it completely being like well you're are, are, wouldn't thing.
0: you it wouldn't from Joe's perspective that a person like that person is addicted to needing that sense to live a full life? Like,
2: it- yeah, it- I guess so. But I think it's a different between like, you know, like an addictive person versus, you know, you not accepting like your new life. I think it's two kinds of things. Like, yeah, I still want my leg back so I can do all the things that I used to do. I don't think it's necessarily as a uh, negative as much as he makes it seem like it Yeah,
0: is. I mean, addic- addic- there's the negative connotation is the addiction part. It's just his behavior of I mean, he could live a decent deaf life there and still have all his stuff. It's just the fact he doesn't he doesn't have the money. He will sell everything he has to get the to get the little thing. I mean, you have to like weigh your options at a certain point like if you're going to lose your sight, but you also have to sell your home, your car and lose everyone around you to get it. I mean, that is, that is kind of, if it would I be know. different. I if think he were...
2: I might do that, especially if he was a musician, like that was his whole life was hearing. Really?
0: Like,
2: well, if it was your whole life, like if my whole life was to, I don't know, be an artist and that was like everything I wanted to do and I couldn't see again. And like, that was my passion. Of course I would do anything to get my vision back to continue what I was meant to do
0: interesting i uh, no, i i mean if i think it'd be a different story if he were independently wealthy like it appears Lou is uh <laughs> right and he like she he could you know 40k 80k is a drop in the bucket then yeah sure do whatever you got to do but when you have to Sell everything you own and lose all the people you've just become close with it's uh I don't know I, I i i read that differently, but uh he goes to he goes to france uh no not france Belgium sorry he goes to Belgium uh to find uh Lou's father. Uh, who is where? She that's where she is staying now. She's kind of changed back. To, I'm I'm assuming reverted back to who maybe she was before she left or before she ran off or became an addict or met Ruben or any any of that stuff. She's living a fairly normal. You could call it a more normal life that she's not. She's, the music thing isn't the same. Like she has her own music now. It's not the same music as before. Uh, and you know, they're both happy to see each other, which is nice. I'm glad it wasn't like, uh, no one kicked Uh, anyone out. No, there wasn't any like bad, even the father who was a little uncomfortable with him being there recognized what they meant to each other. And, and, uh, I I think that those were all good choices, but You know, Ruben goes to the party. He's got these hearing aids now, and they're not very good uh, in loud spaces. You know, it kind of, if they're they're decent enough one on one, but like when, yeah, he's in the party, he can't hear anything. The song part we talked about, we can talk more about that. Uh, The part that got the tears out of me is when they're laying in the bed together and they're saying how they saved each other. But they can't like they're at first they're kind of pretending like ah oh, we can go back on the road and finish that album and then they're both like Uh yeah the album like it's it's so <laughs> distant and far away and like not the same anymore at uh, that that one that one got it's the water, heartbreaking. It's real sad. It got me, it got me crying pretty hard. Um, <laughs> so the next morning, he wakes up and he leaves early. Uh, he's basically got you know clothes on his back, not too much else. Uh, the he stuck up hearing aids on. The noise is cacophonous, and he finally uh, turns them off because it's too much. And he enjoys that uh, moment of silence that uh, Joe was talking about early, the earlier, uh, the stillness perfect, that he was trying to get perfect him. Ending the stillness he was trying to get him to achieve in the, in those room, the room alone. So that's how we end very solid ending. It sounds like, uh, at least for Jess, but, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. First, what do you think of the resident feel?
1: Yeah, it was a solid ending. Agree. Um, as you guys were talking about the whole, you know, this, this, first of all, this movie got me feeling a lot of things and I was really happy to take this journey with these people. And, I know people in the deaf and hard of hearing community. And, and I think that it's, there's a lot, there are places where, you know, there are schools like they were showing there and, and it's just, you know, deaf children in school being taught by deaf teachers. And, and that's actually, there's a place in Maine that does just that. And um, it's interesting, the, the part you were talking about with Joe and they were talking, you know, about whether or not he could fit in there with, You know, wearing that he wouldn't fit in there if he had the cochlear implants because he would be a hearing person. The only part that I didn't really, I wasn't sure about is like, are they now just something to, to talk about? Are they now just like this little autonomous community, and how real is that? Like, how how are they at all integrated into any other regular community, and isn't that another way of just controlling your world? I mean, he's you know ruben's trying to control everything in in this movie and it it gets proven that it's out of his control and that's the point is that he has to surrender um, and he does but this whole place where he goes everything is controlled and is that okay you know what i mean is that a place is is that okay that joe wants him to stay there and sort of be in this protected environment well, i don't I think know
2: joe's motivation is also like ruben did well there but, and I think Joe thinks, like, if he went back to real world, I think he'd think he'd be okay. But I think he also liked him interacting with the kids, and I think he definitely yeah. had an impact on everybody there. Um, yeah. And Jen also left. Like, they didn't, I don't know if it's, like, you finished rehab, like, you're off to the real world, but, I mean, she left, so... I
0: yeah, didn't get the I impression everyone was permanent residents. I got the impression maybe a couple people were, but most people were there for stints. Yeah. And it was kind of like a regular rehab facility where, like, if you're, you know, some a lot of the counselors at rehab places are addicts. Like, they are right, people right. who, like, dedicate their life to helping other people. They make that their whole thing, and it helps them stay sober. I think that he wanted Ruben to be kind of like him and, like, be one of the... Like stalwart y kind of people, and uh, you know, right. I, I didn't get the impression they all live there forever. I just got the impression that like if you do really well in the program, you become like
1: you yeah, become no, I guess yeah, I guess group. you're right. That makes sense. It just seems a little it seems a little selfish on on Joe's part. I mean, I know Joe wants to help him along, but I think when you come across a person like Reuben, that. I guess maybe Joe was really worried that he was going to relapse, you know, by because you know pointing out that what he was doing sort of was a- addictive behavior or things that would be associated with addictive behavior, um, and that he was trying to, you know, protect him from. That's from how that. I saw it. Like I thought he yeah. was
0: concerned as a as a friend for him because like. Because it, it's one thing to like go and get implants, another thing to sell everything. You it's the sell it's the losing every piece of possession you own just to try to chase getting back this one thing. When you've already you've already spent months prob- probably learning how to live without it and doing right. pretty well for yourself. And like the life you were living before, I mean, it wasn't it was it was his, but like it wasn't perfect. He, I wouldn't call him super happy. Like he he him and Lou were doing fine enough, but uh, I don't think that was like a long term lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I I see that. I don't know. I see that it's it's really it, it's it's, it's hard. I can definitely yeah. see
2: both sides. Because yeah, it's like he's like, I'm not going to yeah. be in this forever. When I go out in real life, I'm going to need my hearing to get whatever, be a right. musician again. So it's but hard. Then, I can but see part both of his
0: ways. realization is realizing he can't be a musician. like he can't do do it like he did before
1: again. Not in the like same his, manner his that he did before. Be, yeah.
0: At best, it'll be like teaching those kids how to drum in a class. Like maybe he could do that, but like he can't go and be in the metal band again with his girlfriend. It's yeah, it's not and I, I guess right. a
2: little more thought about his future should have been done before he was like, "All right, I can sign now. I finish this well, Let's get those implants and move on." Uh,
0: yeah, I, yeah, I just can't imagine leaving everything you own and all these people you've made connections with, with nothing but the clothes on your back and hearing aids that only half work, and like it just seems like a. I honestly decision. think his
2: he didn't think that his deaf friends would turn on him if he got the surgery. I don't think that really crossed his mind.
1: Maybe I don't. I mean, not. I, 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 mean. I don't think that was the point. I don't think. I think that was totally secondary. He was really focused on getting back to quote normal and, yeah. um, you know, still having weeks of healing going on and not realizing until those weeks were slowly passing. You know, and he goes to Belgium, and and things. You know, now t- some more time has passed, and things are still. I mean, they're better, and you can tell by the sound in the movie that things are a little bit better and a little bit easier. But it's nothing at all like uh, what he what he started with. So yeah. I think the,
0: the, the other thing is like the the hearing aids do help one on one. I mean, if I'm him, I've now I now have ASL in my pocket. Like I, I've now learned this language to communicate. You know, with people who can speak that, and with other deaf people. But like, you're talking one-on-one. Turn the headphones on if you're at a party. Turn the headphones off. Like, right? I mean, I I know (laughs) it's not always that simple, but I mean, it's. I mean,
2: like walking the street. You know, it's nice to hear like a a car siren. Like the there's like something happening over there. You want to like stay away. You know. Yeah. It is like useful. um, But. but
1: well, and the noises before that maybe were pleasing, like a bell tolling, that was so irritating when at the very yeah, end the bell now started Now everything tolling, sounds shitty. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> you don't
0: like, you don't like hearing things. You hear things no. like just a you hear a siren, danger. You don't think like, oh, that's a nice song that my girlfriend's playing. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's a really good piano song, babe. Like, no, it sounds awful to you.
1: It's screeching metal, sort of like the sound of metal.
2: Yeah, um, now his, his hearing is more of, like, for life skills. Like, talking to someone who you can't read their lips because they have a scarf on or something like that. Um, right. That's when the or mask. Come in handy. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was thinking mask. It, it was happened in the pandemic. I mean, I feel bad for all the people that rely on reading lips to um, get along with life. And now everyone's wearing a mask. It's not right. possible. That's
0: a good point. <laughs> I did think about that and watch it. I was like, oh, people can't read lips right now. <laughs> like, if you're out in public places, it's only if you're, like... Uh,
1: we Just do have do I something. have masks at at work that have the 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 plastic in the center, so you can because we have people that oh they see through need, need that yeah um so you know when you're in a learning environment, you have to adapt to everything so the, there are people who rely on being able to see fa- either being able to see facial expressions or reading lips so so yeah, they're not comfortable <laughs> those masks are not comfortable <laughs> oh, but imagine. they exist um yeah so i have to i mean the amount of time that we've talked about this during my portion of the resonance and feel i obviously have to give this a five because i think that this is something that is interesting to talk about it would be really interesting to talk about with somebody from the heart of hearing or deaf community um to to see how how did they do how well did they do how you know how do you how do you feel represented or i'm sure that this kind of story is something that that they, that you would see um in in that community, so um, it's a five for me. What do you think, jess
2: Yeah, same thing. And one thing I wanted to point out is uh, we already talked about it is like the breakup scene, which was hard, very hard to watch. Ugh. But once again, Ruben had kind of like shit thrown on him. Like he he went through rehab, like with his girlfriend in mind, because it was such a painful breakup. Because they couldn't, they were separated and they couldn't talk. But obviously, he still cared for her. He always assumed the relationship would last. I think. I couldn't tell what he was doing on the computer, but I think he was, like, I don't know if he was social media stalking her or emailing her. But
0: She was, was... emailing him. Like, he asked her to write him, and that's right. the only way he could get to it because they, they didn't have phones.
2: Yeah, but I couldn't really tell their conversation or, or if it was him just looking at pictures or what. But, obviously, like, he always had her on his mind, and then they meet in person, and then they realize everything changed. They just needed each other to get through, like, their little addiction or I guess the most intense stage of their addiction. Um, and that was the purpose of each other in their lives. And then Brubin very maturely, you know, just picks up and leaves. And I'm just like, right. oh my what? God. Like, he is such a mature person. Like he didn't even fight. He didn't cry. He didn't like try to resist it or, you know, at least tried to make things work before like the inevitable. But he was just like, yeah, this is it. Like this is the cards I'm dealt with, and time to move on. And I'm just like, he he did
1: it again. <laughs> I always, know. He always does it. <laughs> I'm so sad for him, but I'm so proud of him.
0: That's what it is. I'm just like, God, God, damn, you're just the best. Like I just, <laughs> I know. I'm so. Like, he.
2: I mean, more than so me Because I, I mean, I, anyone I, is like resistant to like th- when things go bad. But he just has his little. He put piss in the donut. That's all he needs, and he's like, all right, gotta do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh my <laughs> gosh!
2: and uh, i'll talk about like the ending was so satisfying one of the best endings i'll probably remember for a while just him hearing like the walkie-talkie noise of the city and it was just so irritating and uh the church bell ringing especially was just yeah so aggravating and he turned his implants off and it was all silence and he just looked so peaceful and just ready to like for the next chapter of his life, and I was like, "That is so beautiful. It ended that way. Love it."
1: Yeah, solid If I had a, that much grace to handle change, it would be amazing. Oh like, yeah, you know right? This whole quarantine That's...
2: would be like <laughs> a no <note> chat. <shot>.
1: Like, <laughs> do it like Reuben. Exactly. Hashtag. Oh, yeah. What like would Reuben do? Yeah, what would Ruben do? Smash the
0: place up and then and then just go move on and be I'm
1: I'm sending everyone a sacrificial donut. This is how you start. Get your sacrificial donut.
2: Thirty seconds punching the shit out of that donut and then that's it. Put it back together
1: and move on. Yeah.
0: We flushed it most out. I don't have a whole lot more to add. Uh you know. Tier, I think all it checks almost every box of the resonance and Field thing that I'm looking for. It's got the tears. It's got a really solid character that you love and arcs well, and like he he's he's per- portrayed really well that you can follow the whole time. Uh, lots to talk about afterwards. Uh, powerful scenes, uh, things that you'll remember. It does have one small thing that does not that will keep me. I, I can't. I'm not going to quite fiesta guys. I'm only at a four or five, oh. um, and that's. It misses the thing, and I was thinking, like, what are of all my like top, you know, fifty-ish kind of movies, hundred movies, like the, the the cream of the crop, the fives, the five stars all around. What they all got um, a rewatchability, and I don't think I would care to rewatch this I think I'm I think I'm completely and uh, fully and wholly satisfied with one solid strong view through you're like
2: Reuben like he did it (laughs) gotta
0: move on (laughs) okay well you're
1: enlightened then because I want to go back and watch it again I clearly don't know how to change I know, it's, I mean, it's not, it's just, uh, like,
2: yeah, I'm addicts. So I just need to do it again. <laughs> I know what I want to watch <laughs> it again.
1: I usually am.
0: I'm always going back and rewatching my favorite. But this is, that's the one thing that, like, it has every other thing that I would, I would tick off. But, like, the one thing it doesn't have, like, I, I could watch, um, the scene with Joe at the table on, like, a six minute YouTube clip. I could watch a couple of things on the end, but, like, I don't feel a pull to, Take another two hour journey knowing knowing where we are. I think I'm I'm completely good you are pulling can, a Reuben
2: right now.
0: I'm gonna reuben it. I'm gonna take those <laughs> headphones off and just walk away, knowing that uh, I completed this journey. But uh, it I must be so uh, sad. I still very much enjoyed this movie uh on, on several levels. So uh, we are at the end. I think it's pretty obvious, Jess. You gonna recommend Sound of Metal?
2: Uh yes I would. Definitely.
1: Mama K. I also am going to recommend this movie.
0: Three very solid recommends for Sound of Metal. See if it comes up in a few weeks when we get to our top fives and superlatives. I think it's it could dun, be dun, there. Dun. Not a whole the competition Wait, this is a 2019 is... movie, right? It says on MTV uh,
2: 2019.
0: It was released in at Toronto International Film in 2019 right. so that's uh, that's that's that it's 2020 wide release that's what we kind of count on. It's like this is oh, going to be yeah. eligible for Oscars this year. So uh,
1: Yeah, some we just go like them. TIFF 2 years before they get put out. So
0: Yeah, a lot of stuff TIFF, Sundance, Cannes, Hans. Yeah. Like all the all the big ones that have movies that end <laughs> what up what was going... the last
1: one? <laughs>
0: Hans. Um <laughs> Every, all the big ones that end up having these go bigger usually come out the next year, like wide, and that's when they become Oscar eligible. Usually, we just go by Oscar eligibility for our for our tops. But this year, Oscars are counting January and February movies. I don't think we're gonna do that because that's uh,
1: well, cause Riz count- better get an Oscar nom but for this. The they the better point be pushing it.
2: Won't work, right? Don't you do it like by how? What if someone something wins that was in February and it doesn't add up right?
0: Well, we're we'll still. I mean, we'll still do our own. We do our own Oscar side betting thing. I'm talking about for our, our own top uh, fives at the end of the year. Um, okay. For, for for just for this show's purposes, just because like then we're waiting till March to do our top 2020, and then like some of them are actually 2021, and then and then yeah. what are the else going to do next year? Are they always just going to be two months behind? When are they going to catch up? I don't want to be a part of that. I just want that's count. none of our business. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm counting the things that came out wide 2020, like we have always done. So uh, right.
1: anyway, Sound of
0: Metal on Prime. We all liked mm. it. Go watch it, please. And we got more 2020 movies coming up. Like I said, we have our top five superlative show coming up at uh, the end of the year, I guess in January when everything's been watched. We also have our draft show. We are still doing our draft show, and that is the same thing, 2020 movies, uh, That'll be interesting. That'll be in a few more episodes. Talk more about that when it comes up. In the meantime, recommend stuff to us for the new year when there are less things to watch so we can take listener suggestions again. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host. Email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. And we're also on Twitter at filmswomenpod. Thank you guys for sound and metal.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, thank you.
0: Until next time, this is Brennan signing out saying thanks for listening.
1: Enjoy your films. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at FilmsWomenPod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.